Welcome to FestPod, the unofficial download festival guide. I'm Neil Wilkinson. This is the place for news and rumours about the festival, advice for going, and your chance to get involved and ask your questions too. So now let's welcome my fellow hosts. Lee Ellingham, how the devil are you? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. You are alright? What have you been up to in the last little while? Because we've been away for a little bit, back again now. So what have what's new with Lee? What's new with Lee? Lee has a little fur baby <gasps> called Oscar. A little dog? Yeah, a little beagle. Oh, they're lovely. They're very wayward. I've lived with a beagle before. We adopted him from Greece. Um, so he's still getting used to everything around the house and getting used to the area. Can he understand you? Do you know what? Actually, <laughs> when you say that, I just think I'm have to learn Greek just to uh, ease him in. But no, he seems to be, he seems to be doing okay. It's the weather that he doesn't seem to be adjusting well to. So you've got your own little mascot, a little download dog of your own. Yeah, he's not red though. Okay, well find us on the socials by looking for FestPod and get in touch with us. Go to festpod.co.uk and you can get in touch with us there as well. Say hi, ask our advice about download or just chime in with whatever you want to say to us. So we have been away for a little while, uh, so we have one or two items of news. Download Festival, well not specifically Download Festival news, because there isn't always Download Festival news, but there is Festival news. So (laughs) what have we got, what are we kicking off with this time around? Unfortunately, nothing Download, like you said, but um, we'll kick off with uh, Bloodstock. I think the last time we spoke, they hadn't announced their final headliner. Oh, but their final headliner is Behemoth. Oh, Behemoth. Oh, yes, I've seen them. Yes, yes. they were at Download in 2019, I believe. Is that right? That's when Slipknot played, wasn't it? Don't ask me for specific details about <laughs> particular years. I was drunk the whole time. <laughs> oh, wow. Is it that long ago that I can't remember it? <laughs> We've had three lockdowns since then. I can't remember. They obviously, they've announced Behemoth as their final headliner. Um, the most recent announcement was uh, nine nine bands in total, their recent most recent announcement, um, with a special guest on the Sunday, um, Killing Joke, who are a mixture of different sort of metals. Um, I believe uh, they take influence from Lamb of God, Slipknot, those sorts of types of oh, bands. Oh, brilliant. And they are special guests or the sub-headliner slots to Lamb of God for the Sunday. So that's a really good um, bump up for them because they are quite quite a popular band. Um, Other bands that were announced recently for Bloodstock were All Hail the Yeti. I think that's a fantastic name for a band. (laughs) All Hail the Yeti! Hail the Yeti. Um, Cattle Decapitation. Um, <laughs> you can't beat metal band names, can you? They're the best no, names in the business. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, so, some of them. Are, some of them are just so bloody out there. It's weird. Yeah, but yeah. Um, what else we got? Orbit Culture, um, Tala, Samael. Yeah, I think I'm pronouncing those. Oh, it sounds like you're struggling a bit with that. With that one, uh, it's S A M A E L Samael. Okay, I believe. I believe they're a Swedish band, or maybe okay. no. Swiss, 
Swiss band, not Swedish, Swiss. Switzerland. S- Switzerland, yeah. Kyra, C-Y-H-R-A. <laughs> okay. Should, should learn these pronunciations before talking. No, well, talking. no, but you know, how, how, how are we supposed <laughs> to know? They're not, they're not Iron Maiden, are they? They're not mega, they're not, they're not, you know, huge. We don't know. There's another band there called Noctem, uh, which I listened to, I think, last year for Bloodstock. Um, uh, again, quite quite extreme death sort of metal sort of stuff. Oh, you like um, that though, don't you? I do. Um, everyone, everyone at work is dumbfounded with with my fascination with black metal, death metal, metalcore, and all that sort of thing. It's, like, it's just noise; I can't understand it. So, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's not Adele. No. Although she's doing quite well at the minute. <laughs> oh, she's doing phenomenally well. Yeah, nothing against Adele. No, well, one of, one of the blokes at work actually put her album, because he hadn't, he hadn't listened to the new album. He likes it. He doesn't listen to the new album. And it's all ballads. Which, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, I'm not, massive, I'm not a massive ballad fan. No, I'm not. But then again, you can, you can always appreciate when an artist is doing well, especially the fact that she is one of the few... Um, in the limelight, that write their own music or write their own songs, at least. Do you know what I watched that thing, an audience with Adele on ITV yeah. a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. technically, she's an amazing vocalist. Mm-hmm. She's hitting every single note, and and the songs are pleasant. I just mm-hmm. I wouldn't spend any money on it, and I wouldn't particularly seek it out to listen to it either. I, you know, she, I have nothing, no problem with it with it at all. I've I've just not. It's not really what I would choose to listen to. End of the day, art as in music and art is subjective. So end of the day, uh, nobody should really, nobody should judge you for not liking it. No. So if you like Adele, good on you. Yeah. Um, bloke at work only likes her. Well, doesn't like her anymore. Do you know why he doesn't like her anymore? Because she lost weight. <laughs> what? I think that's I think that's horrendous. I, I know I know we've all we've all got our types in in the people that we that, that we like, but I mean, like, if she feels good about the losing weight and that she finds it as an achievement, to say like I don't like her anymore, she's she, she's not fat anymore. That's bizarre. <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> I don't like her anymore because she's not fat. That's so weird. That is such a weird thing to say. I do work with a, a few weirdos, to be fair, and they do know about this podcast. So, hello, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be intrigued. I'd be, I'd be very intrigued if they if they actually ever do listen. I come into the next day at work like, oh, I listen to your podcast. Yeah, so we know you like Adele and we think you're weird. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who else is on at Bloodstock? Uh, there's one more band they announced. They're called Nano War of Steel. Nana War. <laughs> nano, nano, nano war. Not nano war. You're not going to war with your nana. Nano war. Not nanas at war with each other. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, no although I, that sounds like a program I would watch. Nanas at war with steel. Yes. Why? Why hasn't ITV or the BBC actually done that? That no, sounds should. like some. That sounds like something that the British uh, British population would enjoy to watch. If they don't do it, Sky will do it at a pub car park. Very cheap. Well, there you go. Um. Okay, so so not not Nana's at war, but Nana War of Steel. See, I still I'm still hearing Nana War. <laughs> no, I, I I I am now. You've mentioned it. <laughs> okay, so have you heard them or not? No, unfortunately, do you know what? A lot of the bands that have been announced for the fe- or most of the festivals that have announced in the last couple of weeks, a lot of the bands I've not heard or listened to. But it's a good opportunity for me to 
um, dive nose first into some new music. Yes. Arctangents have released their latest lineup, haven't they? They have. Um, so on the top of their list that they, um, they've announced is a, a lady called Emma Ruth Rundle. Um, she, uh, this was one of the, of this announcement, this is one of the top names on the announcement and they're very excited to have her there again, never listened to any of her music, but with the, with the, the sort of buzz that's around her, um, it'd be definitely worth, um, checking her out or checking her music out. It's nice to have more female acts around actually. Um, so I'm pleased that they've uh, they've put her on the list. It is a breath of fresh air to see more women on lineups yeah, again. Yeah, because it's all male-dominated, isn't it? Do you know what? The unfortunate thing is, is that, I mean, generally speaking, the genres that we listen to, and to be fair, a lot of the, a lot of the mainstream genres a lot of them, um, are male-dominated. Um, and it is always good to find uh, some female artists that do come through, and you do realise, actually, um, do you know what? women can hold their own. They shouldn't be male dominated. I mean, we yeah. can all, we can all love and get on despite what's between someone's legs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 to, to be crude about it. It all comes down to genitals, doesn't it? It's always about the genitals with you. <laughs> oh, it is though, isn't it? Life is all about genitals. There's yes. a slogan for There's a slogan for you. And I'll say it again. Life is all about genitals. Fine, okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> just trying to think of a name now. While you, while you, what's she called again? Emma Ruth Rundle. Emma, you're right. Okay, so uh, separating that from her genitals, uh, her music is on. Uh, is, she, is she headlining there? No, I don't think she is. But the way that she was announced, it was she was one of the top, one of the top names of the announcement. So I imagine that they are quite excited by her being at the festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> to be honest, I, I mean, I've never heard of her. I've never heard of any of her music, but if a festival is excited to announce, again, put some at the top of their list, is excited by them, then it gives us something else to listen to. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's their job to curate uh, an exciting lineup for us to go and find all these artists that maybe we've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they're excited and they found her, or whatever, and and you know they're excited to have her on the lineup. Then then we should be too. Oh, definitely, totally agree. Who else is on it? Arc Tangent. You've got a couple of bands. Caught. You've got Carbomb. Again, never heard of them, unfortunately. Carbomb. Carbomb. Yep. Okay. Sounds quite terroristy, but it does could... a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Just a yeah, tad. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe there's something to the name that well, again we're we're not seeing, and we're we're only unfortunately the, the world that we live in. That's that was our first port of call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I will continue. Yeah, um, uh, a band called Slow Crush. Right. Again, uh, never heard of them. Um, Last, literally L A S T. Um, Fall of Messiah. I, I recognise the name. But again, I do not, actually. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm not sure. Where, I mean, I you know, I I put Spotify on and mm. just let the music wash over me without necessarily looking at who it's by or what it's called. Yeah. So there's a good chance that I've I've actually heard these bands. So you you just mentioned um, about popping Spotify on and just obviously let it wash over you. Mm. The next band that was announced sort of caught my eye in doing that. Yeah. Um, they're, they're called Mule, 
Uh, they are a Danish um, mill. Mill. I can't show you. I can't show you how to spell it either. So it's like, it, they're a Danish band. It's M O, but the O's got a strike through the middle of it and an right. L, right? Mjöl. And Mjöl. The O, the, the O is U. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mjöl. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I've been learning. I've been learning. I've been learning Norwegian. Have you spor- sporadically through the last like three years? And the O is pronounced. And that particular O is an U in Norwegian. Yeah, in Norwegian. But they 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 share um, the the language and the the the, the written and how it's written is 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 very very similar. I'm very the impressed that you're learning another language. I didn't know about this. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't be too impressed. It's been something that's been on my phone for the last like three years, and I've mm. I've dipped in and out. Whereas my wife is full on invested in it. Um, I just got charged one hundred and twenty quid by an instrument learning app. I won't name them, um, <laughs> but um, they suddenly because last year I signed up for it and barely used yeah. it on a special offer, and they've just gone. Oh well, well you must want to continue, obviously. So we'll just charge you one hundred and twenty quid. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Uh, just like that. I was lucky enough to get in there just before this um, this uh, new language app, let's say, um, before just before they got in to charge me um, eighty pounds for the year. Um, I managed to cancel it because obviously I wasn't using it, and you can still use the app, obviously without buying buying the premium. But because I'm not as invested as my wife, I've sort of decided I don't need to, I don't need the premium. I'll just dip in whenever I like. Sneaky. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Moon. So they are a melodic extreme metal um, band. Oh, um, I would like that. I, I, they've, one of their albums has their vocals and one of their albums um, is the same songs without the vocals. Oh, really? And I could easily just listen to both and just literally just fall asleep. When I say fall asleep to it, I mean that in a really good way. I've never heard of a band doing that before. Some bands do. Um, I know. Um, uh, do you know Ailstorm? Yeah. They did, on the back of one of their albums, they did instrumental for all the music. And where the lyrics are supposed to be, they've added dog barks from the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> it I love is it. fantastic. It's brilliant. I, 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 almost said, I almost said to my wife, we should play that when we next visit my parents in Cornwall and have that on Spotify and see if he uh, reacts to the barking. <laughs> All righty. So then um, we have 2,000 trees. I've only got two of the bands on my list here because, again, I don't know the other bands. Uh, there was only six that were announced recently and mm. two of them. Um, I I just enjoy the names of these two bands. <laughs> right. Go on. So the first one is Bears in Trees. Oh, I love it. Which 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 I found quite quite funny because obviously they're gonna be bears in trees at two thousand trees. Do you think physically they are bears? There might be people dressed up as bears. Oh, I would like that though. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the film Midsummer? No. There's a part in that where they drug this... Okay, it's going to sound quite sadistic, but it's actually a really brilliant film. This guy is drugged, and then he is put inside of a bear carcass. <gasps> where the bear's mouth is open, that's where his face is. And because he's been drugged with something that numbs everything, he's not able to move, but he still feel. Right. So 
and then he's then put into this uh, like sort of um, wooden pyramid with all these other sort of quote unquote sacrifices, and then he's lit on fire. Oh my god! So he can feel it, but he um, he can't run away. Yeah. So he's in a bear costume, burning, can't move, but can feel it on fire. It was the first thing I thought of when you said bear, uh, someone in a bear. You costume. don't have watched some weird films. Is this on Netflix? It is. Oh my god! What's it called? Midsummer. Midsummer is one of the best films that has been made in the last five years. But why did? The, why is he in that situation? You have to watch it and find out. I'm not okay. going to give spoilers away. It just seems such a. <laughs> why is he doing? Why is he doing that? Why is he? Why is he on fire? Why is he in a bear suit? If you watch it, you'll find out. It okay. is deserved. Trust me, it is deserved. But so you watch it, you'll find out. <laughs> so bears in trees. Yep. Okay. And the next band, animal related again, is. And please don't stop me until I've finished saying this name. It's pigs, 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 pigs. <laughs> that is no joke. That I've I've heard of this band before. I've never listened to any of their stuff, but the name is just fantastic. It's pigs seven times. Seven pigs. Pigs, 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 pigs. Well, I mean, it's not pig, 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 pigs. So it's not seven pigs. It could be pigs, 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 pigs. It could be millions of pigs seven times. A lot of pigs. All the pigs. All the pigs. Yes. <laughs> but no, they're not in trees, though, this time. No, no, no. These are probably just roaming the fields. Well, they will be in trees. Yeah. There'll be a 2,000 trees, so they'll be in trees. Oh, pigs in trees. Oh, there's another band name. Yes. If, if you're starting a band, there's a new name. Pigs in trees, inspired by bears. But why would a pig be in a tree? At least at least a bear in a tree is... is uh, Snuffling for truffles. I don't know. That's another band name, Snuffling for truffles. That's brilliant. <laughs> Okay, so that if you want to see all the animals, uh, they are at 2,000 Trees. I do have some more 2,000 Trees news. It's not band-related, actually. Um, oh, go on, then. So they've got a stage within the woodland. I think I think it's it's called their woodland stage. And they've just torn it down. When I say they've torn it down, obviously, they, they didn't leave it there. Um, obviously, you can take it down on that. But they're, they're, they're looking to rebuild it. Did they put a man inside a bear... Uh, skin and then set him on fire after giving him drugs and then put him on the stage and then it all burnt down no you you you, you are you disturbed by this or intrigued by this concept yes, because I'm disturbed that's a very powerful image it, it is it's a powerful film it's it is fantastic honestly it is so good okay right go on tell me about this stage <laughs> I don't want to now. You've, you've ruined oh, well, I'm it. interested. <laughs> no, I don't. Sorry, that's my mind. That's how my mind works. Go on, tell me about this stage that they've just torn down at uh, 2,000 trees. Okay, so basically it is, it's, it's a wooden stage in within the woodland of 2,000 trees, hence the name. And they've actually got a video on their Instagram where a tractor using a sort of like pincing fork thingy, they're literally just tearing it down. It's a small stage. I think it's for like acoustic artists um, and it's supposed to be quite an atmosphere, uh, quite a nice sort of calming, relaxing atmosphere. Um, and it gets very popular at 2000 Trees, to be fair. It gets a lot of attention. And they've torn it down, I think, to rebuild and make it bigger. So obviously w- a wooden stage will eventually... Rot. Yeah. And get eaten by... Yeah. Yeah, they're building a new stage in exactly the same place of where it was. In basically, what they're calling a stripped-back forest sessions. So I assume when I say sessions, I, I imagine like an acoustic acoustic sets from um, some of the artists that are playing over the weekend. Where is that? Where is 2000 Trees actually held? No, no you're asking a question. Uh, oh, we don't know. I will find out, though. It's in the woods. It's in Cheltenham. 
Down south somewhere. In the west. Southwest. Uh, near Brizzle. Fairly near Brizzle. Not 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 a million miles away from Brizzle. So it's more west than southwest. And, and they have camping and stuff there. Yes, it's a full. It's the, it's the full weekend, full shebang, full shebang sort of festival. Oh, shebang! Not, there's a there's a word from the 1960s. Um, I because uh, I, the way you describe it, it sounds quite appealing. Actually, I, I think I'd like to try that. It's definitely one of the. I say, if I wasn't going to do download for a year, it was definitely one of the ones that had always piqued my interest. The same with Arctangen, um, Tech Fest. These smaller festivals. It's a completely different atmosphere, and but I'm very intrigued. I'd love to give them a go one year at least. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think um, there's there's scope for that. There is scope for that, definitely. Um, I would like to broaden my festival tastes. Be- bearing in mind we're called FestPod. Of course. And, uh, you know, whilst we mainly aim to cover <laughs> Download Festival, there isn't always... You know, Download is one event. Yep. Um, it's probably one of the biggest metal festivals but there are lots of other ones which is why we like to talk about them and I, I would like to i'd like to give them a go actually so 2000 trees i would actually i would consider the way you've described it then made me think oh i'd like to go to that yeah i think it's you know, as well i think i think download may have stolen the idea for uh the in the trees sort of um atmosphere because with the new layout coming next year they've got the they're, they're putting the cinema tent inside what they call the kidney wood um at donnington park so if you can remember in 2019 when we had to trounce through all the mud and get up that steep steep uh, concrete hill to get into the queue oh my god yes just to the right of where of the bend and just on the right there there's a little wooded area yeah which is called the kidney wood and that's basically going to be the new cinema tent. It's going to have a cover over it and have nice little lights and that. And they're going to possibly put movies on in there like, like they do every year. Great. Well, um, whatever they're up to for next year, I'm looking forward to see it because it's all going to be different, isn't it? Yeah, obviously with the, with the whole new layout, it's, I'm very, very intrigued. And I am looking forward to looking forward to seeing the new layout. And hopefully it's um, not that download in the past has been bad, but... There's always room for improvement. Let's, no. (laughs) Come on now. Um, Yeah, 2019 was a a great farce because it was was waterlogged. I know you can't do much about the rain, but they, and I know the reasons for it, you know, the airport and stuff like that and all the, you know, the housing estate and stuff. Uh, But they, they, to to put the village where it was, I didn't hear anybody say anything nice about that. No, unfortunately not. And I'm the type of person that doesn't like to be too negative about Download because I do love going. But yeah, unfortunately, the placement of the village in 2019 was a bit shit. See, I really liked it when it was just on the top. You know, in the, I liked it when it was before, you know, when you just have to walk along the big green down, you know, sort of, the, and it was all in the middle and it was all like it was before. And it was well better. It was better then. Do you not think? Do you not think it was better then? I think it was much better. Uh, so you could go that, down that road and say, <laughs> oh, it was all better before. But I genuinely, I genuinely preferred that. But, you know, you can't go back. You've only, you can only go forward. So, no. um, and it does sound like they've, you know, they've thought about it this time yeah well i mean the if you've seen the video it does look like a quite exciting um prospect to have it on the tarmac lake 
instead of the bog that was 2019. Oh, the bog. Yes, it was. Oh, God. Do you know what? It, there's only so much I can take. <laughs> there's only so much. But, you know, as much as I, I, I go to a festival because I want to have fun and I want to enjoy every second of it, no matter what it sh- throws my way, mm. there's only so much that I can bear before I start getting a little bit down about it. And and to be honest, 2019 was sort of on that limit because you couldn't get anywhere without trudging through all the mud. Um, and it was really sticky and I wasn't as happy as I would wanted to be. I think what it was for me was that, I mean, I, mean, I, I got drunk and passed out before four o'clock on the fucking Thursday, but I put that down to what it was for me was the fact that because it was so boggy and muddy, like we said, there was no appeal to go into the village. Yeah. So we spent all our time at camp, getting drunk at camp, and not really having, not being able to really explore because it was it was difficult to manoeuvre. Yeah, yeah. And and the village is actually a huge part of downloads appeal because it's nice just to go around the shops. It's nice just to have a little walk around. It's nice to go and uh, and explore. Exactly. And when you can't do that, basically you've got where you camped and the main arena, um, which which deletes a, a huge part of download. And mm. it is, it's, it's, so it's, it's really important to get it right because it's part of the festival atmosphere, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, th- I think since 2019, um, between 2019 and when download should have happened in 2020, between that, they had a lot a lot to think about and they did and that video on youtube does suggest that they have take they have made a lot of effort with the next festival that comes up yeah and now they've had another two years on top of it to try and um make sure that the village at least is as as grand and as great as as they made out in that video yeah and it is a huge area it's a it's a massive it is a literally a lake of tarmac isn't it it's huge yeah do you know what i've been on it and i didn't think it, from the maps, if you go on Google Maps have a look at it, it doesn't look like they're going to be able to fit much on it. But actually, if you've actually been on the Tarmac Lake, it's it's huge. They're going to put the entire, they will be able to fit the entire village on it, um, and quite spaciously, I reckon. Oh, definitely, yeah. It'll be, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing but positive thoughts about the future. Yeah. To be honest about that, but away from download, we do have some other festivals to talk about, don't we? Yes. Um, so we're going to go into Europe and um, have, a, have a bit of a chat about them. So the festival Grass Pop, which is, is, is almost the Belgian download equivalent. Oh. And their lineup is looking absolutely fantastic. And I'm not surprised. And you'll remember, they've got about six months to go and they've only got Friday day tickets left. Oh my God. Wow. So, and it's, it's the tw- their 25th year anniversary or what was supposed to be the 20th, 25th year anniversary in 2020. Um, and their lineup looks absolutely phenomenal. Does it? Not only do they have obviously Iron Maiden, which we have as well, um, headlining on the Thursday, the 16th of June, they've got Avenged Sevenfold and Faith No More co-headlining the Friday. They've got Aerosmith on the Sunday, and then they've also got Judas Priest, Firefinger Death Punch, and Korn. Wow. Are the big names at Grass Pop. There's a nice mix there of bands, isn't there? The, I, see, this is where Download for me sort of shits the bed a little bit. Mm. The variety in other European festivals is huge in comparison. Yeah. You've only got to look at Hellfest lineup 
and Gas Pops, where you've got the likes of Iron Maiden, Korn, Aerosmith, Five Head Death, Judas Priest, and they also go even darker and deeper into the extreme metal side for things like the bands that you'd see at Bloodstock. Right. But I think that might be France's huge metal festival. And I mean, whilst all the names on it look amazing, it would be just like clash after clash after clash. Oh, yeah, you're right. It'd be, re- it'd be really <laughs> difficult to see all of the bands you want to see because it's just so big. It's like the metal, ver- it's France's metal version of Glastonbury. It's that big. Did you not say Belgium? Grasshopper is Belgium. Hellfest is France. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you say Hellfest. Hellfest in France has a much more diverse metal sort of lineup. It, it, it's huge. Oh. They've actually sold out already. They sold out before they'd even announced when they were playing in 2022. We're also fucking desperate for festivals. Oh, big time! <laughs> I mean, we we were we were we were lucky. I mean, there was I think obviously there was Download. I th- Did Reading and Leeds go ahead? this year i believe so yeah for metal fans and alternative metal fans to say download was the only one that went ahead in sort of early summer like june july obviously everything started reopening in august obviously then you had bloodstock but i mean yeah for like download family probably all been itching to get to a festival and they weren't lucky enough to get to the ten thousand capacity of the download pilot but we were um the video of that by the way if you did miss that and you wanted to go, or you're interested, uh, there is a video of... There are three videos of the download pilot that we made, and they are on YouTube. Just search for FestPod, and you'll find our download pilot videos. Another European festival that has made some announcements recently is uh, Nova Rock. They are in Austria, uh, Vienna, Austria. One of the big names, or two two names they mentioned um, in their announcement was Marnaskim, who won the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes! They're fantastic. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, I, I really wanted to see them in September at Brixton, but uh, obviously had other plans. But yeah, they were absolutely fantastic. Have you ever heard of the artist Hadaway? Hadaway? Yes, I know Hadaway. Who doesn't know Hadaway? He's a huge European megastar. Yeah. You know the song I'm thinking of, don't you? What is Love? Oh, there it is. Thank you. What is love? So you're talking to a man who was on the radio for many years playing pop music. Yes, <laughs> yes, I do know Hadaway. And I know his music. Yes. What about him? Is he, he's not playing at a festival, is he? He's doing an after-hours DJ set at Nova Rock in Austria. No way. Are you going? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> I'd love to have him at Download, honestly. Imagine that Imagine that being the after-hours like after DJ. That oh, be... do you know what? In the <laughs> in the tent, in the uh, the silent disco tent afterwards, maybe I would love that. I would sincerely go and watch him and l- love every second because he was huge in the nineties. Yeah, big time. I'd I'd be well up for that as well. Another European festival that has announced is called Rockfest. I'm currently trying to find the poster, and I am failing miserably. But I believe they've announced as their headliners uh, Nightwish who I'm a, I'm a big fan of. Um, yeah, familiar with them. Uh, Wargasm um, oh, yes. are, are playing over the weekend as well. Obviously, they're, they're playing at Download. They played Bloodstock last year and the pilot at Download and received a massive, massive reception. I think their their listens on Spotify have almost um, quadrupled since being introduced on the scene. Great. In the last couple of years, that's always good. So also on the uh, Rockfest lineup is Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, yeah. It's only a matter of time before they headline download or at least get a big spot at download I, i'm actually quite surprised that they haven't yet <laughs> at all how many days is that over at rockfest 
it's a three day, three days, and it looks like at the minute, or from from the poster that I've seen, it's only like one stage. It's like a like a date, like a a small festival. A small festival, and they've got Iron Maiden. They must have a few quid. Yeah, I want to say small. I think that not not many bands are playing. Okay, um, I, I could be wrong to be honest. Um, Do you know what though? I I like the idea of these European festivals because they've got the weather, and they've got a little bit of. Um, the continents about them. You know, it's a little bit exotic. So. <laughs> I mean, it's Europe, so it's not that exotic, but, you know, it's a bit different. It's more, it's, it's more exotic than the steak and kidney pie in Britain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, w- I would like to experience it. I would like to go uh, across and, and see one of these um, European festivals because it's not like the bands are shit. You know, they've got some amazing bands playing. And I just, I would like to, and then you can go, you combine it with a holiday and it's less likely to be absolutely pissing down. You know, I just, I like the idea of it. No, I totally, I totally agree. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I know we said a minute ago about wanting to try one of the smaller festivals in, in Britain. Um, one of the large festivals in Europe would be something that I'd love to do. But the likes of, what I mentioned earlier, like Hellfest um, and Vakken Festival, they're almost like, glastonbury size festivals wow could you cope with that no too many people for me no <laughs> i mean when download is full we don't like it do we <laughs> no i i i, I struggled with the amount of people that came and watched bloody guns and roses oh, in 2018 yeah i mean you know you know great great for the atmosphere not so much for the pushing and shoving if you're if you're a, if you like your own space then yeah no it, i'll tell you what the pilot, ten thousand people. That was my sweet spot. That's that a good really amount. Of, nice, yeah. That was a good amount of people. We had a, such a good time, didn't we? <laughs> the music-wise, and actually seeing the bands was amazing. The camping yeah. situation. No. Oh yeah, the camping was something else. But the the actual the show was was great. Oh yeah, big time. That's why I'm seeing it in Shikari again. And um, well, from the from the from the day this video this podcast is made, I'm seeing Enter Shikari tomorrow in London. Right? Oh yeah, bloody hell! Where, where, where's that? What venue? Ali Pali. Really? Oh, it's legendary. Yeah, yeah this this be the second time I'm seeing them at Ali Pali as well. Wow! Oh, lovely. Yeah, can't wait. Ghost are doing a headline tour. They are indeed. Um, I believe the dates include Birmingham, Manchester and london and i think there's one date in scotland as well possibly edinburgh but the ghost again there's not many dates but these are all large arena shows okay which to me would suggest that if they sell well or sell out they would definitely be potential download headliner material in the next couple of years and i I don't see why not when they did bloodstock a few years ago which i saw they were fantastic in the headline slot and then they supported Metallica um, a few years back at the, Etihad, at the Etihad in Tw- and uh, Twickenham Stadium wow. Dave 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 Kingdom um, he went and, he went and saw them Dave our other uh, fest pod guy who you may have heard in the earlier episodes he went and said that they're absolutely fantastic um, and he's a massive massive ghost fan so if you see them at the top of the bill he'd be very happy so there's not many dates on that tour but if they do sell out then they they obviously might add some festivals or they may add uh, more dates to those existing venues or perhaps even more more venues i imagine so again it's it's not it's not unheard of that when there are few dates on a lot on um on a yeah. on a band's headline tour they will put out more dates for that venue like the foo fighters 
that announced their tour. There didn't seem to be very many dates on that. No. Not many venues. No, and as far as I'm aware, are they on sale? I'm not sure if they're actually on sale now or they've really sold out or what, but yeah, I'd imagine that, again, because Foo Fighters are so big, that if they were to sell out very quickly, which I imagine they have or will, um, they will do extra extra dates. I think, the chili, I think Red Hot Chili Peppers was very close to um, selling out quite quickly as well. Yeah, the last I checked on the Foo's, they were um, the only the, the really expensive tickets were left. So I don't think I'm going to get to see them, um, which is disappointing. Unless they add more dates, which I really hope that they will, but I can't see it to be honest. Yeah, that's that's the problem with those those type of bands. They are so good, and we all really enjoy them. Yeah. But the ticket price, the ticket prices. I'm not spending five hundred quid on a ticket. I think it'd be very rare for me to spend or want to spend up to. 75 to 100 pound on, on, a, on a ticket for a single show it's too much <laughs> it's too much it's like music for some of these artists is becoming just for the, just for the rich or the super rich like it's just well insane but some some people some people will pay those prices i know that they don't make as much money from recording music now because obviously people there's a lot of people who don't want to pay for it and and spotify in particular doesn't pay their artists much for streaming no um so that they do make their money back on on touring, which I can understand. Yeah. They've got to make money, you know, the money somehow, and they they have millionaire lifestyles and stuff like that. But if it gets to the point where people like us are saying, "Oh, it's too expensive," really, mm-hmm. I think you're shutting off a big part of your audience there. Yeah, and I mean, I know and Shikari are not up to the level of Foo Fighters yet, but their ticket Friday party for me cost me thirty pound. I think that's very reasonable. Exactly. That's really reasonable. I'm seeing Envisions as well in, in two weeks, and that was fifteen pounds. That's really good. I believe that 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 was a London date. That's a London show, and I believe the Birmingham show might be Birmingham Manchester show. Um, eight pounds. No way. Yeah, their their tickets are very cheap, and they are a fantastic band. And if anybody hasn't heard of them, go and listen to them because they're fucking fantastic. And if you have heard of them, go and see them. I've got Royal Blood booked at three different places. I've got them in London at the O2, I've got them in Birmingham, and I've got them in Manchester all next year. And I don't think I'm paying more than £50 per ticket. Bloody hell, really, for for the O2? Yeah. See, for me, tickets to the O2 for anyone would be, I'd I'd have thought it would have been £50 on the dot. I think Slipknot and Behemoth was around £50 for their O2 show. Yeah. Placebo. Placebo are doing two shows at Brixton um, in London, and they're £45 a pop. When's that? That is in 2022. I think that's December 2022. Okay. Are they on, have they got a new album out or something, or what? They've got a new album coming out in, in March. Yeah, they've released two tracks from that new album. Um, yeah, bear with me. <laughs> and, um, you- one of them is uh, Beautiful James, uh, which I think we've discussed on the podcast before. Um, it's a really lovely track. It is a really, really nice track. To it's a placebo track. Yeah, and I think it's absolutely lovely. There is another one that they've they've done recently, or released recently from the upcoming album. I knew you'd be on top of this because you you're a fan of placebo, aren't you? I love placebo. I'm um, surprised that they're still together. Have they been? How long have they been together? Now it must be. I mean, it's decades. 1996 was the first album. That was their self-titled album. That was the album that had uh, the song "Nancy Boy," which they, which they're one of the most 
yeah. famous songs that they made. I, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna save us all, and I'm not gonna count those years up and tell them and tell you how long they've been together because I don't want to know. I don't want to know how long I've been alive for. It's just a reminder of the fact that I'm closer to death than I was when placebo were around in the early days. I mean, I could tell you. I could tell you off the top of my head if you want. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> um, okay. Are you going to go and see Placebo? Um, if there are tickets available um, close to the date, then maybe. Like I said, £45 a pop. It is expensive. I do love Placebo, don't get me wrong. But for a show at Brixton, and if you've been to the Brixton Academy, you might understand what, I've, what I mean when I say this. Oh, was it rough as arseholes? The, the Brixton Academy... Is is quite for forty five pound. It's not worth it. Oh my god! It's well worth it. I'm, I'm actually quite shocked. Um, they got two dates at Brixton. I think I'd have rather have seen them at Wembley. And actually, in fact, when I did see them at Wembley um, a few years ago, the tickets weren't forty five pound a go. See, isn't it funny how you, you you know you love the band, but particular venues you don't want to go to. I had that with Royal Bloody Nottingham. Um, <laughs> Uh, Rock City, I think it's called, and it's apparently a legendary venue, mm. but it's not my cup of tea, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, you know, the last time I was at Brixton, I went to saw Volbeat, and it's not a venue that's worth that much money. It's an old, legendary venue of London, and I understand that, and I get that, and I understand the appeal. Mm. Um, but for £45... Is a bit my. I'd expect that price at. I'd expect that price at Wembley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm, to, if I'm totally honest. So that is the Festpod news for episode thirteen. Next, we're going to get some advice about going to download in the guide. In this section, we'll try and answer your questions about what it's like to go to download festival, things we recommend, and things to avoid. This time, transport. There are lots of different ways to get to Download Festival when you go. It can be easy and it can be complicated, depending on where you're coming from and your mode of transport. It's right next to the airport, East Midlands Airport, which I would expect people to come via, you know, if the people are coming from Europe, maybe, um, I believe there are flights to East Midlands Airport from Europe, but uh, obviously if you're in the UK, it's unlikely that you're going to go there. Um, and uh, it's, it's a place for uh, bands to land. <laughs> Iron Maiden famously landed their huge aeroplane uh, to uh, play there a few years ago. Remember that? I I wasn't in the arena. But I heard a lot of commotion, and then I had to watch the uh, the highlight video afterwards to remember... Oh yeah, that, that's that's why everyone was kicking off. That's cool. Yeah, it was it was really cloudy, so you didn't yeah. see the plane. <laughs> but I imagine they may do something similar this year. Uh, sorry, for twenty twenty two. Of course, they're the headline of the Saturday, so I'd assume they'd be uh, they'd be doing the same thing. Maybe might get a second opportunity with touch wood. If it's sunny, hopefully with better weather. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's pretty obvious that it's, if you've been to Download before, you know about the airports, you can't really escape it. And it is it is literally next door, so if you are coming in via the airport, you could literally walk it. But, you know, if, you, if you're walking it with all of your gear, then it's a little bit of a trek. But, you know, it's, it is walking distance, really. Do they have, I'm sure they have shuttle buses, do they? I'm pretty sure they do. Um, in the in the past, that's where the um, the drop off point was the um, the airport car park, and uh, they'd always and I assumed they'd always done a, a shuttle bus 
um, from there. They also do um, the shuttle bus from uh, the centre of Derbyshire and, and Derbyshire, sorry, Derby. Yeah. And and from and I, th- I think they they've got a bus from Nottingham as well. So mm. there's so if you're local to those areas, then you've got the shuttle bus shuttle bus to get you straight there. That's the thing about the, being the airport is you've got the the transport infrastructure, uh, all of the transport links that can go in there from various places not too far away. So it's it's not a bad place to drop into if you're coming via the airport. However, if you're coming on a train, which a lot of people do, how far is the train station? Train station is about a five ten minute taxi drive away but there's a there is a taxi rank out there waiting for people to come straight off the train i did it i've done it for the last i did it in 2017 did it in 2018 did it by myself the minute that you get off the train there'll be a taxi rank waiting for, for people and you'll never have to get it alone um even the day before download when obviously we stay in a hotel for the night before um there are people queuing up to get into taxis and they basically get like about six or seven in a row like six seven seater taxis and just start piling people in and just asking where they're asking whereabouts they're going because the majority of people will be heading into Castle Donington or actually on the if it's if it's the Wednesday of the festival they'll be heading to the, to the festival. So if if you go via the train, don't fret too much about getting from the train station to the festival because there will be taxis waiting outside for you. And what is the station? Is it is is it Donington or is it Derby or what? It is not. It is East Midlands Airport. Um, no, East Midlands Parkway. Oh, okay. So yeah, so uh, everything is, is literally central to the East, East Midlands sort of name. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's really close. I'm not. I don't really know where it is. I don't think I've ever seen it actually. But it's basically at the airport, is it? Pretty much. Yeah. If you're if if you were looking to obviously go to the airport, that would be the train station to to go to. So East Midlands Parkway oh. is is the um is the train station uh, to get to to get to Castle Donington to or to at least make the, the journey easier. I, I guess because you were coming from the south, that generalised area, the south. The south. Uh, that you <laughs> you had to take a connecting train, is that right? I had to take a few trains, yeah. Did you? Yeah, I've, I think the, so the first year I did it, I had to get from where I lived in South Bucks to Reading, which is in South Berkshire. And then from there up to Derby, and then from Derby to East Midlands. And how did you find it with all of your uh, paraphernalia, all of your, um, you know, all of your bags and uh, booze and food and God knows what else that you had with you? I like to think I am a physically strong person, okay. and it didn't it didn't cause me much hassle, but. Um, yeah, being that person that's dragging all the crap through the train station, trying to avoid people, that's the biggest issue. If I had any advice about people that are taking the train, just try as best you can to pack lightly. Was it busy? Yeah, even even during even during the day, if it's not even not rush hour, even during the day, it's, um, train stations can get quite busy. Right. Okay. And what sort of train is it? A big train or a little train? Big trains. Yes. Uh, these are these would be a bit um, for for so my two particular journeys. Um, they were they were like cross going cross across country, so they're quite long, big trains. Even going from Derby to East Midlands, so I think the Derby train on that route goes into Leicester, so that's like a two three carriage, yeah, small small type train. And is it a nice journey or not? <laughs> if you've got a couple of cans of beers and plenty of music and plenty of entertainment, you'd be fine. Okay. Are they are they pretty regular or did you have to, like, is it one every day? <laughs> um, one every day. Um, no. Um, the, the longest you'd have to wait would probably be about 45 minutes um, from Because people Derby. miss trains, don't they? Of course they do. It's, it, it happens all the time. Um, 
from Derby to East Midlands, I think on that Tuesday, I believe I did, I think the trains were like every half hour, 45 minutes. So if you miss one, you're not waiting around too long. That's very regular, isn't it? That's all right. Yeah. That I can cope with. But if it's every bloody hour or every hour and a half, no, it's a mm. bit of a snooze, snooze fest. Yeah. Because it might be nicer to take the train. I'm always in favour of leaving the car behind. <laughs> because at big festivals like this, you can be pissing about in with, with trying to park the car for absolutely ages. Trying to get out at festivals can be a nightmare. Just because there are so many thousands of people there all trying to do the same thing as you. So I'm always in favour, if you can, of you know taking trains and stuff but if you are going via the car uh, there are motorway links it is bang on the m1 isn't it it's right next to the m1 yeah it's it's it's, it's slap bang. i think you know i honestly think it's slap bang in the middle of the m1 linking london to um to the north like it's it's very it's very easy to spot you'd have to come off the m the m1 and go into the a453 and that'll take you straight into castle donington and it, to be honest they say don't follow your sat nav, follow the yellow signs that say download. Yeah, I imagine, I imagine the um, the sat nav will probably take you round to the main stage entrance or the um, RIP entrance instead of actually instead of the actual car park. I don't really know. I mean, I've never, I've never, I've always followed the advice and followed the yellow signs. So I don't know where your sat nav ends up taking you. But to be honest, it's quite countrysidey. Yeah, well, I mean, I reckon that this, your sat-nav will try and take you towards the racetrack. Oh, it could do, couldn't it, yeah. The Donington Circuit, it might try and take you towards that. So, yeah, so set, set your, your sat-nav to, I don't know. Well, you can set it for, for there, and then when you start to pick up the yellow signs, just follow those, yeah. can't you? Yeah. And the M1 is... is, is easy to find for everybody, isn't it, really? <laughs> no matter where you are. I've... <laughs> With uh, my, my, my house is, is practically, um, it's about 40 minutes from the M1. I've worked this all out, honest, honestly. Like, I think it was the first year I got my car and I had to, dri- and I had to drive for the first time. I looked at like so many possible routes Did that I'd you? have to take. Car parks. Now, um, the situation for car parks is going to be slightly different. So the information that we give you may not be 100% right. But what they normally tend to do is put you in some of the fields around donnington park circuit that is correct the last few years before 2019 all weekend ticket holders were put into what they call the south car park and then we have to walk over the bridge or walk across the road to get to the main queue 2019 we were moved into the west car park which was if you were looking at the donnington circuit on on google maps you're literally on the left of the the circuit the tarmac lake and they've you they're going to use the fields that we used in 2019, and they're hopefully going to try and use the other other field um, behind it as well as part of parking and camping. In the past, you used to have to park a long way away from where you were actually camping. And so it really was a, a hike up and down hills that were muddy and uh, full of stones and quite difficult to, to get through with all your shit. And sometimes you'd even have to go back to your car to do another run uh, with all of your shits that you brought with you, your kitchen sink and all that, and it was it was quite difficult. I mean, I'm not going to lie; it was it was it's it's a proper hike, so you'd need to bring boots with you and stuff like that. But um, I believe that in the future, uh, 2022 onwards, the plan is to move the car parks a lot closer. Yeah, to be at least a lot closer to where people were likely to camp, and then obviously you'd be able to set up easier. 
and then still be a good only about two minutes or so from the village and then about between five and ten minutes from the arena yeah the future is bright with the organization of the car park but what what was a fucking nightmare i mean it really was wasn't it i i hated it i hated having to walk especially if it's wet oh my god it's the fucking worst um yeah, so anything they do to improve that is very, very welcome. Yeah, I mean, 2017, 2018 was absolutely fine because it didn't rain for the first two days, um, or I don't think it rained at all, actually, in 2018. But 2019, 2016, um, no, 2019, sorry, was it pissed down the entire time. 2016 was fantastic weather for the first two days, and yeah. then as soon as Friday hit, it, obviously it, the monsoon came. Yeah, and getting out of the car parks at that time. I mean, they had to they sometimes to bring in tractors to help cars out of the mud. And it's- I, I did see, I did see a few wheel spinning cars as if they were on ice. Um, it, it was in 2016. That was insane. Yeah, it has improved since then. I mean, there is still a long way to go. I mean, uh, you know, I'm reserving judgment on whether they've managed to improve it or not until I see it in 2022. But you know, it, it can only get better. Is from what from what I've experienced. It got to the point where you used to be able to rent like these little wheelbarrow things as you reached the edge of the circuit to to put your stuff into to wheel it down because you might you, you know obviously you don't want to have to carry everything on your back or in your hands or whatever and you could get a big sort of blue wheelbarrow thing that you could rent i don't know how much that was but i always find that was that's little that's for me that was always too little too late because it was quite close quite close to the front of the queue it's a 20 pound deposit that's a lot of money for that to you to to do that yeah i yeah to me it wasn't worth it wasn't wasn't worth investing in because it just it was too close to the too close to the front of the queue and just just bring a just bring up like a, a, a not a wheelbarrow. What, what have we got? It's like what a cage we- on wheels or something that you get from. Well, we got ours from Costco, didn't we? But um, we did uh, the little pulley thing. It's like a garden sort of tool thing. I don't know what the other called. <laughs> what is it? Oh Christ! Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, we know what we're talking about. Nobody else might know what we're talking about. But yeah. Little, little carry thing on wheels. Anyway, um, yeah, so if we've got other guides to, to talk about. <laughs> so there's plenty of advice <laughs> that we've given you in the past. Go and have a listen to one of those. Now, not everybody wants to take a plane to download. Not everybody wants the, the train. Some people don't even want to use the car. Some people want to take the bus. So there is the Big Green Coach Company which famously runs to a lot of different festivals around the UK all the time. And they, if you're on their emailing list, they're constantly emailing you about places that you can go to. Yeah, their drop-off or their pick-up points, I think there's about, there's about 50 drop-off or pick-up points around the UK, including like Reading, Plymouth, Swindon, et cetera, et cetera, just to name a couple in the south. But yeah, it includes your ticket as well. So if you can't get your own transport, i.e. use a car or you don't want to use the train or use a plane, <laughs> apparently... Yeah, I definitely recommend Bickering Coach. Well, what option have you got? You're going to walk. <laughs> if you don't want a plane, train, or car, you need a bus, don't you? Hang on, hang on. You mentioned walking then, and I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to say walking, but there are people that do a charity bike ride to download. I think it starts in London, and they cycle to Castle Donington for the Friday. They must be those people who bring absolutely nothing. They've probably got their stuff already already there. It's already arrived. Prior, their gears probably arrived prior to them starting the cycle. I imagine, like there are there are RIP guests that have obviously set up camper vans or whatnot, and they just cycle there for charity. I want to stay in the actual park farm hotel. Well, why don't you give it a go one year? Because you can't, you can't, you can't do it, can you? Because it's all oh. 
it's always booked up. Ah, well, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to camp there together in yes. the summer. Yes. Oh, um, I have, yeah, I have looked at the, I was, you know, I think I was talking to you about getting um, a camper van again. And just, yes, uh, you did, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the prices have doubled. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> because they've updated their fleet of camper vans, and so they're all nice and shiny. Ah. They're nice newer ones. And so instead of the old bangers it, from 1996. Is that is that a no then on that, or do you still think no. you're gonna? Well, I I still want to do it because if it does piss down like it's 2016, then I want to be dry and I'd like to do it. Yeah, yeah. No, don't blame you. Don't blame you at all. Since I've got the option, I might as well. Um, so the Big Green Coach Company gives you a 100% refundable coach ticket. This is all information that from their website. If you choose the flexi ticket option during booking. Um, weekend return coach arrives on Wednesday, Thursday or Friday and returns on the Monday. A uh, day return coach, if you're just going for the day, uh, Friday, Saturday or Sunday, obviously you won't be going there on Wednesday because that's for people camping. There is a deposit scheme, secure your seats for just a tenner and you won't pay the rest until a few weeks before the festival, which doesn't sound too bad to me that. Sit back and relax and put your ho- put up your horns <laughs> and, <laughs> and get, to, get to know some fellow festival f- goers. Um, all weekend coaches leave on Monday, climb aboard, all parties out and sleep all the way home. It does remind me actually of when I first went to download in 2013 as a steward and I was working the whole weekend and I went there on a coach with my colleagues and returned on a coach. Uh, it was all right, actually. It was quite, it was nice. It's convenient. Um, except for when I was the last person aboard the coach because they nearly went off without me. Um, <laughs> that just sounds so typical. <laughs> that's the only thing is that, uh, um, you know, if, if you're waiting for coaches amongst hundreds of other people mm. um, and your coach is about to leave and they can't find you, that's, you know, that's tricky because how are you going to get home? You know, you can't take a plane. <laughs> you can't take a train because all your shit's on the coach. Um, anyway, uh, so, I, you know, it, you've got options there and, you know, not not each one will suit everybody. But I, I, I'm quite keen on the idea of getting on a train, actually. It's not too bad. The, like I said, the only piece of advice I would give would be not to bring the kitchen sink with you. Just try and be as minimalist as possible yeah. with um, your camping gear. I think I did okay. Bought stuff at the festival when I did it, so it wasn't too bad. I think once I drank all my beer, I had an extra bag to to put in all the stuff that I'd bought from the festival. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah, the, the other thing about the car parks is there is a charge to use the car parks. You have to um, pay for a, a, a thing with your ticket, uh, usually, and they'll send it you through the post. You get like a little sort of a thing, to, like a hook thing, cardboard hook thing to hang from your rear view mirror with your name and your phone number on it so that if any if there's any explosions they can give you a ring your car's on fire <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's it's only it's um it's 21 pounds it used to be just 20 but the 20 the one added pound um goes towards a, a charity or a, a company that are trying to reduce um our carbon footprint Oh, that's nice I didn't know about that as it were so yeah it's that's that's a, that's a good thing to obviously book in advance 
or you've got to pay £25 on the day of, of arrival. So it's not a massive jump in price, but it's always good to be prepared. And obviously, I would, I'd, I'd book in advance. It's nice to pay less for things, I find. It is. There's plenty of options there for you. Literally, plane, train, car or coach. Or walk or cycle, as we found out. You can cycle in, which I think is a mental idea, and I would not advise that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's for charity, but it just sounds mental. It's, it is a long old slog. I, 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 look, I looked at it and thought about it one year, and I thought, nah. Oh, you didn't? No, you're not convincing anybody. You never thought about it. Look, right, what goes on in my head stays in my head. You ain't got a clue. Or I'll just let you, I'll let you in a little snippet that I had a thought about it, <laughs> but then I thought twice about it. Yeah, exactly. And made the right decision and got on the train instead. Yeah, or oh, they just got a car. Oh, you bought a car instead. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, for me, whilst the train was a good experience and is a good is um, a, a decent method because it saves the hassle of driving. Obviously, if you want to leave the car at home, but I find it a lot easier to just drive. Um, I love driving. I love driving up. Apart from 2019, my car decided it wanted to stall it and then not restart on the hill in the car park. So the moral of the story is not to buy a shit car. I didn't buy it, I got given it. Oh, well, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, you can tell us your do's and don'ts. Tell us something we've missed, any, any modes of transport we didn't cover. Or just give us your opinion on what we have just talked about. We would love to hear from you. We often hear from people who say, oh, I, I, you know, I was thinking about getting in touch with you, but didn't. <laughs> so if you're one of those people, do get in touch. We would love to hear from you. We really would. And we're nice. We're nice. We're normal, aren't we? Uh, just, well... <laughs> just send a message through the socials. Uh, or at festpod.co.uk. Oh, God. I, do you know, I do that every show. Do, I can't say it. Festpod.co.uk. Not clay. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Uh, yeah. So just click on message uh, or look for Festpod on the socials. Next up, we're going to find out what's coming out of your mouth on social media. In this section, we have got some of your replies to our question online when we asked, what's on your wish list for download 2022? It's not far away before we can actually start saying it's 2022. Where has this year gone? I can't believe it. I do off after the last like eighteen months of literally just like the slowest two years ever. The last few months, <laughs> yes. uh, the back end of this year, the back end of this year has actually gone really quickly. It's crazy. I don't know what's happened to us all. Because it's not like I haven't done anything. I've been doing loads. I've been doing. I've yeah. been constantly busy, and and you're you're buying dogs and buying houses and getting people up the door and all sorts. So, uh, well, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. That, that last <laughs> bit. <laughs> No, you are, aren't quite. you? That's the plan, anyway. Well, I mean, you're getting your yeah, swimmers the, ready. The whole, the whole adulting thing. Yeah, that that that'd be the last, the last thing. Oh, to who do, wants I to be an adult? I don't. No, I don't. I'm not. I can't, like, I'm crap. not saying I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm not saying I'm enjoying it. Who wants to pay council tax? I don't want to pay council tax for Christ's sake. Um. So uh, yeah, we did have some responses to our question. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Well, what's on your wish list for download 2022? Uh, what's what's on your wish list, Lee? Honestly, 
Um, oh, do you know what? When we posted this, I've had, I've struggled to think about it, to be honest, like what, what actually I'd, I'd really want. Because, I mean, a lot of the answers that we've had, or a few of the answers that we had, are uh, exactly what I would love would love to have as well. But yeah. I'm not going to take their answers. No. I think for me, it would have to be... Ball beads. Not quite. It'd have to be... Corn. <laughs> no matter... No matter let me just tell you. Let me just, let me just tell you. No matter what, no matter who the artists that are playing, I want to see something really special. Not just a gig, not just a set of songs, but something really special. Whether they bring out a uh, special guest, or again, I mean, um, or a stage show of some sort. So, I mean, stage shows where we just left the headliners or something. But it's just something that just makes you want to remember remember the show specifically without having to video it and, and you, you're glued to it. Like um, Enda Shikari, the pilot, their light show which I've seen again tomorrow, can't wait, was fantastic. And that will stick with me forever because that was the, the light show was just insane. I've never seen anything like it, actually. No, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was bright, colourful, it was bold. It, it was brilliant. I say I used a lot of alliteration of the B words. But yeah, it was, it was, it was fantastic. It was big. Um, it was blue. It was bold, bold. Beautiful. Beautiful. Bright. Bombastic. If, bombastic. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. If I had to be specific, I'd love to have Corey Taylor come out with Corn and they play the track that they use they use him on um, on one of the last albums because uh, it's a great song, to be fair. Well, you're allowed to be specific. It is your wish list after all. Aye. I think I'm I'm I want nice weather. I just want nice weather. Because, well, the thing is that the weather affects everybody and it affects everyone's mood because no one wants to go to a festival and, and, and have to put up with the pissing rain in the mud. Unless you're one of those people who actually likes to go face down sliding through the mud, which I know there are some of you out there <laughs> because I've seen them. Some people love that. Love yeah. like, they, go, they go nuts for the mud. It's insane. I, I'm, I couldn't think... I, couldn't think, oh I, I mean, I don't want to sound like... Too, too prudish when it comes to this sort of thing but I mean I can't think of anything worse than getting caked in mud well that's the yeah I mean that's, that's I don't think that's being a prude I'm trying to think of the right words my, <laughs> my source in my head isn't working very well like, I, I'm trying to think of the right word okay but, um, no I know what you mean though it's it, yeah it, I think it's fine not what not to want to be covered from head to toe in mud and but some people relish it some people relish it I don't understand I don't understand <laughs> what the fascination of Dive bombing no, into a mud puddle. Oh my god! No, I know. I'm I'm only there for the music and the atmosphere. I don't want mud. So the, and the sunshine, it just makes everybody happy. It just, I mean, the bands are happier. We're happier as well, an audience. Camping I is mean, nicer. 2018, it was a bit too hot for me. It was a bit too bright. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be that person, I will. Uh, no, the, 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 if it's too hot, I'm uncomfortable. Oh well, uh, that, you can bring your duffel coat and uh, and your your misery hat. <laughs> and- if, if it was if it was sunny and I wore a duffel coat, I'd be too hot. Yes, you would. Um, but that's that's my that's on my wish list anyway. So who knows whether Santa will bring me that for. 2022 uh, but when it comes to you and your say uh we have had some messages on facebook rory horgan uh says that on his wish list for download 2022 is primus oh my word that is an absolute fantastic shout would you is that on your wish list as well it is now <laughs> i didn't think didn't, didn't think of that but primus are uh, they are such a weird incredible band if you watch south park 
You watch South Park, don't you? Not for about 20 years. Right. One, you don't know what you're missing. Two, the theme tune for that was originally done by Primus. Was it? Yeah. Oh, well, I've, I've learned something there. And on one of their albums, uh, Tales from the Punch Bowl, there's a song about Winona's uh, Big Brown Beaver. Okay. Right. It's exactly it's exactly what you think it is, what the song is about, and uh, uh, it's really weird. It, I can't explain it, but Primus at download would be amazing. Christopher Hollings on Facebook says a better lineup is on his wish list. Oh, see again, it's art is subjective, so we've all got different tastes, and we're all allowed to have different tastes and opinions. And I, for one, think the lineup's absolutely fine. I don't think there's anything. I, there's, I mean, I'd love to sit down with, with the people that don't like the lineup and just ask, obviously, what's wrong with it. I'm, I assume I'd get a lot of it's repeat artists. It doesn't, it doesn't excite me. Blah, blah, blah. But then, like you and I do, Neil, when we when were just wandering around and poke our head to a tent, you might find somebody that is your next favorite band. Yeah. And I mean, I've and looking at the lineup and having and having listened to a lot, uh, most of the bands that are on that lineup now is the majority of the bands on there. For my personal taste, it's right up my alley. I think there's nothing wrong with the lineup whatsoever. Don't laugh at it's right up my alley. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. This, uh, this, this. Uh, yeah, innuendo in my head. I'll, it shall stay. To be fair, funny. there has been a lack of innuendo in this podcast today. So no, I'll, no, no, I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll no, allow no. it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Are you on the Instagram there? I am indeed. Um, so we've got uh, Alfred underscore underscore two doesn't want to have Maiden or Megadeth clash. Uh, I totally understand that because they are two bands from the same cloth as 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 the, as the phrase the phrase goes. Uh, they're both touching cloth. They're not touching cloth. For fucking fuck's sake! Now the that's the fucking snowballing now in it. Um. Oh, fucking hell, Neil. Christ. Right, I understand what this person has, uh, what, what Alfred underscore underscore two has said with, with this clash. And I don't, uh, and I, I, I agree for the people that, like, that are into both those bands. And I agree with the sentiment that I wouldn't want my two favorite bands on the lineup to have a clash, which I haven't started preparing my clash finder yet. But I do believe I may see a couple of early in the day clashes which will be rather upsetting. See, I don't even know how you know this, because the times are not released yet, are they? Oh, no, people guess. So, obviously, the, the full lineup hasn't been announced, but some of the stages are rather full. And if you've looked at the previous lineups, so, for example, the, the Doctor Who for the Saturday has about, at the minute, I think, about 11, 11 or 12 artists. Now, I can confidently say that that stage is absolutely set. There will be no more bands added to that stage, because if there's 11 bands on it from 11 till... 11 during the day or one till 11 on the Friday, that's absolutely that there is no, there is no more artists can be announced on that stage. And it's the same for some of the other stages on the other days. Timings very rarely change either. Oh, really? So again, people are just guessing that the times are stuck with the artists that are on that slot. But because there's enough bands already on the lineup, some people are making very large, almost educated guesses as to what's going to happen. Mm hmm. And once the full lineup is announced, even without the times, it would be so much easier to make the, make the predictions. Have we got any room for any more artists on the lineup for download? Oh, yes. I believe we have about between 90 and 100 artists already on the lineup. And I think there's room for about maybe between 20 and 25 more. Okay. Well, that's reasonable, isn't it? Yeah. We've still got slots on the main stage to be filled, slots on the second stage to be filled. 
um, as well. So there's still room for more bands. So for the person that said they didn't like the lineup, there's still potential for the, for this lineup to turn in from a bad lineup to a half decent one. Fill those slots at download. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, there is someone called Oscar Brewster, which I think is a cool name, actually. Oscar Brewster. That is a pretty cool name. Yeah. Um, he says that uh, he wants Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes for 2022. See, I'm not sure they're going to come back. No, I know. I agree with you. That that slot on the main stage that Frank Carter and Rattlesnakes was occupying, it's a big slot. And <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and if they were to be announced, I think they would have already been announced. Yeah. But but I've been wrong before. Have you? And I hope and I hope yeah. And I hope I am wrong because at the pilot, they were fantastic. Oh yeah, brilliant. They they really did deserve that headline slot at the, at the pilot because they they were awesome. They were so good that I would go and see them on their own at their own gig. In the future. They've got tour, they've got a tour coming up, I think. Um, I think they're doing it now, are they not? Yes, you are right. You are absolutely right. And they've just announced their support for the Brixton gig, which includes Wargasm, um, as just one of the names that came up on my my Instagram, which I think again is is a, is a massive um, massive deal because Wargasm are just flying at the minute. The, the, the COVID has been good to Wargasm, I think. But go and open up another can of worms. From going from no shows to going to the pilot to going to Slam Dunk to going to Bloodstock to I think even doing Reading and Leeds all in all in twenty 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 sorry twenty twenty one where is my head um, has been good to Orgasm good um, any more replies on Instagram I have two more the original Jack Shack UK said they were just for his dry feet oh I'm with you there oh a hundred percent. Which I, th- I think many of us would love just to have just dry feet. I've seen not, not a repeat of 2019, 2016, just having just dry feet you know, for a whole weekend. Even just with, you know, it's been quite, quite rainy lately and, and it's been, been a bit horrible and, and stormy and stuff. My work shoes have been sodden and, and I'm drying them every day, but every mm. day they get wet and sodden. It's horrible having dry, uh, wet feet. It's horrible. Um, and not least because your shoes start to smell and and <laughs> and they have to go in the washing machine or get binned, which is something yeah, I'm sure a lot of my, us experienced at download. My my work boots, I, I think today was the day that I realised I need new work boots when I stood in a puddle and yeah, water came in. It hasn't happened before and it's happened today. They need replacing. See, it's an awful dilemma when you go to download because you want to take ni- you want to take nice clothes that you look good in. You want to take nice boots that you are comfortable and that they look nice, they look decent, and they look like the kind of thing you would wear at download. But if you take them and it gets muddy and and pissy and whatever else, and they get ruined, then that's just so it's a horrible dilemma, isn't it? You know what do you do? The worst thing is the worst thing as well is that once you get sodden wet. And if your inside of your tent gets sodden wet, then you're not dry. You're not 100% dry for the rest of the weekend. And that can really play with, obviously, the, your ability to enjoy the festival. Do you know what the pilot comes to mind? Because on that first day, when it absolutely pissed down, and, mm-hmm. and I was I, <laughs> it was absolutely soaked through, and I, and I had long hair at the time, and it just didn't, it looked, it looked half decent. 
actually before I turned up. And then when I got out of the car and it started raining, and then for the rest of the weekend, it looked awful because I couldn't do anything about it. That pissed me off. Uh, so, yeah, no rain, please. Dry feet. We're not asking for much. We're not asking for much. Let's put that on the wish list. One more for the wish list uh, from uh, Nevermind Polly Podcast. I think we could, we could all agree with this one. 50% off the ticket price. Oh, yes, please. Yes. Um, <laughs> is there a voucher code? Is it on Honey? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Black Friday. I mean, I, uh, they could they could have used that to their advantage to, to again, sell maybe a cheaper ticket. Oh, I mean, I know they, they, they plugged a lot of the Christmas merch. Yeah. Which is cool. Some of the Christmas merch is pretty cool. Mm. But I think, yeah, I mean, having that uh, like a – a limited time only price. The price of a download ticket is £150, not £250. Oh my God, the price is going up all the time. Do, do you think they need to do any discounts for tickets? Because it's not like people are starting to... Uh, do you know what? I'd, I'd take that back, actually. I think people are starting to say, oh, it's getting a bit too expensive. But do you think that they're struggling to fill... Do you think they're struggling to sell tickets? Part of my brain is, is saying that they're doing the old... Wayne's World, where you set, that, set up the festival, people will show up. Yeah. To a degree, they're right. You do have your download hardcore that will go every single year, regardless yeah. of the lineup, regardless of the weather, and just be happy to just crack on. I mean, you and I have been, you, I mean, I've been doing that for the last four years. So, I mean, there are, I'm back, we can't be the only person doing it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's people going that have been doing it since day one. Oh, exactly. Since 2000, since download was first first came on like 2003, like the, the people have been doing it every single year, and they're still you, wearing got, their wristband. Oh god, that's gross. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, the price of a standard general camping five night ticket maybe it is getting a bit too much. But everything's going up at the same time, isn't it? Fuel's going up and food's going up and everything's going up. So wh- where does it stop, really? Let's not open up that can of worms. We're a festival podcast, not a political one. <laughs> so thank you for all your replies. And uh, that more or less wraps up episode 13. Thank you very much for your company uh, on this December day when we're recording this. It is very cold. I hope you're somewhere tucked up and nice and warm. Uh, but if you're not, don't worry. You can always listen to uh, the rest of our uh, podcasts until you are. All of our podcasts are at uh, festpod.co.uk. You can always get in touch with us. And uh, we'd, I always say this, I would love for you to get in touch with us because we love to hear from you. We do get some nice messages saying that they, they you know people like the podcast and stuff like that. But um, I'm talking about you because you haven't messaged in, have you? I'm looking at you. Uh, and I know you listen to us a lot. And uh, we're, we're very, very, like I say, we're very friendly. We just want to talk. We just want to communicate with you. Well, we have had um, one particular uh, uh, person or another podcast get in touch. Oh, another um, one? With, with, well, with, with me personally. Yeah. Um, the Nevermind Polly podcast um, did get in touch to say that, and I quote, freaking love your podcast, my dude. And it's stuff like that that makes it, the, and it sounds cheesy. It makes it sound, I'm gonna sound cheesy, a bit cliche, but it does make doing this podcast worthwhile when we do get messages like that. Because, I mean, personally, I do like helping people with this sort of thing. Mm. Um, I had a personal experience at work uh, where a guy was saying how much he loved Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I just remembered we did a Red Hot Chili Peppers thing um, on the podcast before it. And I reeled off prices, I reeled off venues. And then he asked me about support. 
I went away. I came back, told him all the support, and he was absolutely buzzing. And he booked a ticket the day after. It's that sort of thing that is why I love doing this podcast. And having messages like this is exactly why we love. We both love doing it. So, if we've changed your life with our advice. <laughs> or if you just like listening to us that would be nice to hear from you as well even if it's just a message to say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and whatever uh, we would love to hear from you just go to FestPod um, on the socials and look for us there give us a follow as well if you're going to do that um, or go to festpod.co.uk um, click on message and uh, give us your verbal greeting uh, and if you're listening to us on some sort of podcast app why don't you give us a five star review because then it helps other people find us. So that's it, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. A Wilco Productions podcast. Life is all about genitals. FestPod, the unofficial rock festival guide, is part of the ACAST Creator Network.